Here we are. Alive with recording. Wow. Energy. Ooh. With power. I feel it coursing through me. The How Bad Cast. I shall become Radioactive Man. <laughs> Welcome to How Bad Cast, uh, where we immediately uh, steal characters from other things. Yeah. Uh, the podcast of uh, references from, uh, you know, the early 90s through the even, early aughts. You can't even reference the thing you're trying to reference. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty rough. What? what are you talking about? I'm not trying to reference anything. Like, uh, you gotta, you gotta smoothen out, you gotta smoothen out your intro. It should just be like, welcome to How Bad Cast, where Dan says stupid things and we make fun of him. I'm I was Stephen making up Montenegro. the intro as I went. I don't think, I feel like it's a very reductive uh, dis- <laughs> description of our show. Yeah, I feel like Is my description though? was like more accurate or at least more inclusive. Yours was just all about you. And me. I said we make fun of him. Yeah, but that's kind of a lie. I sometimes make fun of him, but barely. That's really yeah. your thing. You need to start really pulling a, your weight then. That's really a Steven uh, role in the podcast, mm-hmm. of which this is How Bad oh, Cast. Oh, my God. What's wrong? <laughs> I'm doing a good job. <laughs> do, Me, do you just, Mike Linden, the host of How Bad Cast. Do you just have t-shirts printed up that say that, that you wear to work every day? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing, doing a good, a job. good job. I think that would be cool. That would actually be really funny. I mean, uh, you'd be like a, you'd be practically unfireable. A right? screen, uh, a T-shirt with a screen printing of my own face that says I'm doing a good job. Yeah, I that love seems it. that seems like a good idea. It's yeah. a really good idea. It should be my face right now when I'm at the height of uh, COVID hair and beard. Mm. Uh, by you, the way, huh? Did you need to specify beard separately? I feel like COVID hair covers it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Some yeah. people are still uh, still shaving if they're not uh, haircutting. Yeah, some people are more just about like, ooh, look at my luscious locks, but they're still keeping things clean on the face. Yeah, I mean, like people that got to wear like respirators or whatever should should probably do that. Get yeah. that tight respirator fit. Yeah. yeah. Although. Unless your beard uh, is made of activated charcoal. Then it acts as its own filter. <laughs> yeah. Although uh, uh, Sikhs will like just wax the shit out of their beards so they can wear those. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. There was, I don't know. It was, it was, this feels like a very Mike kind of thing, but I once <laughs> went down some <laughs> rabbit hole about how, uh, yeah, like Sikhs in the British army like figured out to that they could just like basically mold their beards to their face so they could wear respirators properly oh like wear wear gas masks and Mm -hmm. shit yeah that's crazy yeah (laughs) but like i can't imagine having to like clean that shit afterwards i mean that is a very mike thing to know you just don't right you just roll with it that's just your move now i guess but like i imagine you don't want you're like when you're not wearing the mask, I imagine you don't want your beard to just be like molded to your face. Eh, it is what it is, right? If it keeps you safe from mustard gas attacks. Sure. Yeah. I feel like you're thinking of like a real like shore leave kind of uh, or the more uh, appropriate army terminology for your break time. But I can't. I, other G- land leave. Right now. Other G. land I go. G.I. Joe tells me it's called R&R. Sure. <laughs> sure. Wow. I think there was just a G.I. Joe character named R&R, and he just hung out. <laughs> he sounds like a cool guy. Did he wear yeah. like a Hawaiian shirt? Yeah, and buttons. like sunglasses, and he had like, a, he had like a little dog that skateboarded and drank beer. I love it. I might be thinking of Spuds McKenzie. <laughs> Anyway, welcome to All Badcast. It's me, Mike Linden, your host. With me as always, your co-host, Steven Montenegro. Yep, that's me. Wow, that was a long delay. And with me again, as always, because he was complaining the last two times when I uh, implied that he was with Steven all the time and not me. It's your other co-host, Dan Linden. Hey, it's me. Huh. It's a... Uh... Is our is our connection a lot more laggy? No, or is no. everyone just like taking no, a long just, time to? You both times you just went, you just went, Steve Montenegro, and then you just stopped all of a sudden. The 
that's because that's your cue to say a thing. This has long been established. This isn't even a thing I'm making up on the spot. I was distracted by my dog making noises from on the other side of the door, which you may or may not be able to hear. Yes, we can hear that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I, I actually did some um, some dog uh, volume lowering on the last episode. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, I didn't want to Whoop. remove it entirely because we reacted to it a lot. Oh. But uh, oh, it'd just be a ghost dog then. Ooh, ooh, that would be fun. Ghost dog, yeah. way of the samurai. Yeah, the king of Scotland. Has anyone? <laughs> I have not actually watched that movie, so I have no idea what I'm even referring to. Ghost dog? Yeah. I mean, it's it's just that dude. He's right? a samurai. Also, okay. I think he has pigeons on his roof. Ooh, nice. I think he raises pigeons in a coop on his roof. So is he like an urban ninja? Yeah. Like, does he go? And I mean, I don't mean urban the way that, like, you people didn't mean a few black. generations removed from me use the word urban. I meant, like, literally he is in a city and he is doing yeah, samurai I, I stuff. Believe it's, I believe it's in New York City. Mm-hmm. I you don't know, believe Dan, he actually does that much samurai stuff. Does he do ninja stuff, which is not the same thing, I know. Dan? I realize that after I said it. I was thinking of the Ninja Turtles because that's what I picture when I picture, uh, you know, martial artists <laughs> traversing <laughs> the city. Uh-huh. I mean, and well, you should. I picture a couple of Teenage Mutant Turtles. And thus, you're picturing a ninja. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, thank you. But you should be picturing them when they were wearing their samurai outfits from like... Uh, Turtles in time. A- yeah. Also, I seem to remember the toy versions of those more than I remember that movie because I don't think I ever watched it all the way through. No, uh, you're fine. You didn't. You didn't. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. It's awesome. But like, it's not like a cultural touchstone. Right. right. Not it's like not, the ninja rap from two. <laughs> right. It's not an important piece of cinema like the first two are. Right. Yeah. Um, like, like the second one, you know, being the movie that defined a generation. <laughs> right like like you can't watch that movie and not want to be a white rapper who is also a ninja and eventually a jet ski racer and eventually rehabbing homes on television mm-hmm. <laughs> is that still happening i don't know i don't think so but it is all clearly laid out in secrets of the ooze yeah like ice's whole trajectory is <laughs> laid yeah, like out when that, that whole, movie. when that whole club fell down mm-hmm. you know over the pier because like super shredder started like, Oh, do you think that's what inspired him? Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. They never, they never showed you how he escaped, but it's quite clearly he outran the, the falling down club on a jet ski. Oh, that makes sense. And then he circled back once the dusker is like, Oh, I can rebuild this. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. And then flip it for money. Yeah. Why wasn't that what the third Ninja Turtles was about? <laughs> Just mostly following Vanilla Ice. Just entirely following Vanilla Ice, rehabbing <laughs> that part of the city. Uh, maybe the turtles show up uh, towards the end to uh, improvise out. a rap or something. Oh, sure. I mean, it's not too late to make that movie. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I mean, you can stick anybody in those costumes. That's true. Especially when you're only going to very briefly show them. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe even just keep them in the car so you only have to use the heads. <laughs> right. Like, just, yeah, you don't even need to find a whole old foam Ninja Turtle costume. You just no. need the head. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they could just, like, be peeking up from the sewers. Oh, right. That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you might want, like, a hand, too, right? Yeah. Sure. Michelangelo says awesome. Uh, cowabunga. Passes a, passes a shaka at Vanilla Ice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although, can he even do that with only three fingers? I mean, um, there's got to be a way somehow. I guess he can do that more than some other things. <laughs> I mean, like what other things? I don't know. Like he can't really like do like the horns. It doesn't. It's, so it, doesn't read, it doesn't read is, as clear. Is you can't throw up the metal symbol, and that's what you think is the is the biggest hurdle to overcome. No, I'm just trying to think of like other hand gestures that they like they just can't achieve. I'd be worried about like holding swords and shit before the metal symbol. I mean, they seem to do okay. Yeah. Uh 
I th- I mean, if anything, like I feel like Raph's the only one that really has any kind of obstacle. Everyone else are just like holding a cylinder. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, why? Does size require more? I thought you don't. You have to like weave your fingers in there or something. Sometimes no, if you're Dan. Not... That's meant to. That's meant to catch incoming blade strikes. If your fingers were in there, they'd just get be be constantly getting chopped off, and then you would have a problem holding it. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's what happened to all of them. Maybe they used to (laughs) all be side carriers. Raph was the only one. uh, You think that you're saying they all had perfectly human looking hands, but then in their training with Splinter, they like lost some digits. Yeah. Oh, man. And Raph being the rebel was like, I'm still going to use this. You can't scare me (laughs) off of this weapon. Wow. So then do you think Splinter just like did some like weird sewer surgery on their hands? Uh, And they just healed like that? (laughs) I mean, I guess it's weird that it's being performed in the sewer, but I don't well, see weird. what it would be it's weird. Weird they do everything in the sewer. <laughs> right. But I'm just saying, like, why would the sewer, I, why would it be weird? Like, you just stitch something up. I don't see what weirdness would be involved. I don't know, because it's a rat performing <laughs> surgery. And why is I'm it saying. weird? Why is it weird that they're doing everything in the sewers? They're like anthropomorphized human-sized talking rats and turtles. Like it's the true. sewer seems like a pretty logical place for them. Wasn't there, wasn't one of the Turtles villains just like some vagrant human who also lived in the sewers? Yeah, the and rat controlled king. rats. Oh, okay. Yeah, very, controlled rat. rats. Very good. <laughs> and vagrant human is, is not exactly like the polite way of, of describing that. Yeah, he's know. royalty, Dan. How dare oh, you? I, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's housing insecure. Mm-hmm. Is he uh, though? He I mean, controls rats. I, I mean, from what I learned from those turtles movies, is like you can set up a pretty sweet pad down there. <laughs> it's true. Hey, Steven, are you recording independently of this recording? You just I am not. started to uh, blink out for a second there. I am not. Uh, should I be? Uh, yeah, probably. Now okay. Dan is starting to blink out. What in the world? I'm recording on my computer box. That's good. So whatever. Good. We don't rely on uh, Zencaster for anything except actually communicating to each other. Right. Yeah, it might be your internet, Mike. Yeah, maybe it's just your internet. With, with both Dan and I. Well, that's very but, possible, but that doesn't really yeah. change our needs. But it also doesn't solve the problem. Right. Yeah, you're the problem. Yes, Mike. That, that's perfectly possible. Plausible. What? Yes. Now I'm just mad that there isn't a Ninja Turtles Vanilla Ice refabbing things crossover. Refabbing things. Yeah, like like Vanilla Ice finds houses that weren't fabulous enough. <laughs> Whatever. And refabs them. Give me a break. No. Fine. Rapstar refab. Rapstar refab. Uh, You two talk to each other. I'm going to uh, try to connect a landline to my laptop in case that's the problem. Yeah, you sound like a crazy robot man. You sound like a crazy robot man. Does he, though? Is that part of the problem? No. Oh, well, okay. See? Yeah. D- if we're going to let people in behind the curtain to mm-hmm. to see our mess and our laundry and our empty pizza boxes, mm-hmm. like, at least don't lie to them about the problem and make it sound like it's anything but your own fault. Yeah. Our empty pizza boxes, our uh, leftover fingers from sword practice. Oh, you think they kept them? Yeah. Why would they keep them? <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, the. Uh, What's wrong with you? What? <laughs> like, you, you're like trying to like, you're like trying to like make them into like, like trophy seeking like serial killers or something. These are this is a beloved children's property. I'm picturing them keeping their own fingers. It's not about trophies. It's about like you know you have Nostalgia. an attachment to a. <laughs> Part of your own body that served you well until you foolishly weaved it into a sigh that you used to catch a blade. Hmm. 
Because apparently Splinter is a terrible teacher. I mean, we don't have any evidence that he himself knows how to wield those weapons. What? Do we? He was super good at fighting. Yeah, but was he good at fighting with those weapons? I don't remember. Well, he was at least good with that nunchuck. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And that time that, and that time, like, when he, like, you know, cut off piece of Shredder's ear. And he wasn't even a person rat then. Didn't he do that with his rat teeth? Yeah, but he wasn't even a person rat then. (laughs) Still, I guess I'm not super impressed with a rat using their own teeth (laughs) to bite. I mean, he attacked a ninja, like the boss ninja. (laughs) You guys are just like, you guys are just determined to diminish all of their accomplishments. I guess. I mean, I guess I will not stand for it. I guess it's pretty impressive that a rat sized rat attacked the leader of whatever. Like some sort of ninja army that maybe did crime or something. Yeah, they were crimers. Yeah, they were definitely crimers, but uh, I guess I guess like the impressive part is just the like rat's attachment to his owner guy and his capacity for vengeance. It's less about and, like the activity. And to I jump think. all the way up there. I gotta say, it actually says a lot about uh, Splinter's composure that. <laughs> he didn't just, like, lose his mind when that talking rat was like, hey, I'm the normal-sized rat that scarred your face <laughs> up when you were younger. Yeah, he was all business. Like, that is that is not something you expect to be confronted with. Uh, yeah, but that guy's seen some things. I guess. Yeah, but you it's know, mostly, the- like, you know, uh, wayward teen things, not, like, <laughs> mutated rat things. Right. Yeah, but, like, eventually it was also, like, you know, like a talking brain from the edge of the galaxy. Right. Yeah, but not at that point. Not in that continuity. Yeah, he never we never even got we never even got to Krang in that universe. Did you ever, did you guys ever watch those insane Michael Bay ones? Uh the first one. Uh-huh. Was it insane? I, I don't know if I even finished the first one, but I tried to. I thought I watched it with you. Why else would I have possibly did, watched it? Did we? Yeah, that that's a definite possibility, but I don't I just don't remember what happened. I can't imagine another context in which I would have watched that movie. <laughs> yeah, because you hate fun. <laughs> it's true. Mike does hate fun. That's and you canon. just apparently forget fun. Because he's having yeah. so much of it. Right? I suppose. Yeah, that was run-of-the-mill fun. I mean, it was very <laughs> run-of-the-mill. Ooh, harsh words for what can Michael, only be... Michael yeah. Bay's Ninja Turtles movies. Right. right. Did, how many did they make? Two. Only two? Yep. Boy, that's never a good sign about the quality of either of them. Was Krang in the second one? I think so. I'm pretty sure. How did we not watch that one? Why did we I watch the first one? I right? don't know. You guys made a mistake. Clearly. Like, I mean, if you can't even eke out a trilogy, though. It's true. I mean, the man, he, managed to make, like, he managed to make like a thousand Transformers movies. Right. Yeah, right? Like, did, I think... did. Didn't the same thing happen with the G.I. Joe live action movies? Like they only managed to get through two of them? Yeah, that sounds right. Oh, no, but that's right. At the beginning of the second one, like literally five minutes into the second one, they just kill every G.I. Joe. What? What? (laughs) Really? Yeah, there's like like they just get like carpet bombed and they're just all dead. What do they do with the rest of the movie? Is it? I can't uh, remember. Is it Vanilla Ice rehabbing homes? I mean, there's it's just a like lot an, of homes to rehab. They got carpet like, bombed. Is it just like an office drama at Cobra headquarters? I can't remember what they do with the rest of it, but I'm just like, wait, did they just kill everybody? What's... <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I forgot. That was crazy. <laughs> and it sounds le- crazy. And it was so crazy. You can't remember what happens after the protagonists are all eliminated. Yeah. For I an mean, entire yeah. movie. Like, because that's a crazy thing to do. Is there some sort of time travel element where they undo that by the Ooh, end? Great question. I don't think so. It, huh. Hmm. I I honestly can't remember what they did with it all. Yeah, that feels like, uh, I mean, they must have had something good if they were like, okay, what if we just kill everybody from the first movie? Yeah, what a weird thing. <laughs> I think The Rock was still there. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, you can't eliminate the rock. That's physically impossible. Right. I mean, for now. Yeah. 
eventually Cobra is going to work out that death ray. Absolutely. Well, how would that help? What do you mean? The rock is immune to death. Death ray would do nothing to him. Well, hmm. Is he? Have we established that the rock is immune to death? <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's uh, it's something that you can infer from uh, <laughs> all of his work thus far. Huh. I mean, he's the <laughs> Scorpion King or whatever. He was already but, dead and now he's alive. But can't you also infer from my body of work thus far that I'm immune to death and that it hasn't involved my death? It's <laughs> a fair point. You wish, baby. How bad cast? 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 Clap along. How bad cast? How bad cast? How bad cast? One more. How bad cast? How bad cast? How bad cast? How bad cast? Yeah, how bad cast? How bad cast? How bad cast? Stop! How bad cast? Stop it! Did you even do it once? I I did it multiple times. I also clapped multiple times. Oh, I clapped enough times that uh, Edgar has brought me a dog toy. Aww. That's nice. I've been really working hard to try to uh, quickly scan through the plot summary of the uh, second G.I. Joe movie, but it's really difficult to take things in and not uh, not bring everything to a screeching halt. So, Are, are you I, saying the, pl- the plot is so complex that you can't just scan through it? Well, I haven't located a sentence that says all of the G.I. Joes are bombs to death. Okay, let's just go to Wikipedia. One second. That's where I am. In the film, with Cobra operative Zartan still impersonating the President of the United States, the terrorist Whoa. organization <laughs> is able to frame the Joes as traitors and have them nearly annihilated in an airstrike. That's the first sentence of the Wikipedia entry. Yeah, That's as nearly annihilated. Well, but dude, come on. Like, you knew what I was saying. <laughs> You're like, y- you insist that, like, you insist that there not actually be a movie in order for me to be correct. Like, it wouldn't be a weird decision to kill them all off if they just didn't make the movie. Well, this is why I said it was difficult to try to scan while continuing to talk. I was only able to take in, like, you know, every other every couple of words and then skip a few. Uh, It just wasn't missed all the most important ones. Yeah, clearly. I saw nuclear warheads, but I did not see the part where uh, everybody died. Mike, can you hold on? Do you can you not read? Uh, Do you not know how to read? This is uh, not part of the canon. Uh, it's important that we keep up appearances here. Of course, I can read. Look at this. Uh, the Rock uh-huh. is still alive because he cannot be killed. He is immune to death. That's from the second paragraph. Hmm. No. Okay. Okay. I mean, I guess I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Otherwise, you would have to look it up and read it yourself. And who would yeah. want to do Ugh. that? Oh God. No. Also, thank you. Wikipedia. You know, anyone can edit it. So probably by the time you got to it, it would have changed. <laughs> so <laughs> your argument is that if I were to look at Wikipedia right now. Uh-huh. Some ne'er do well would already have gone in there and altered the plot summary of the second G.I. Joe movie. That's almost certainly true. Right. I mean, people do vandalize Wikipedia pages frequently, starting That's... with the s- plot summaries to G.I. Joe movies. Yeah, see? Steven yeah, knows what's up. I guess that's fair. So did um, everyone uh, do their due diligence? Uh, look up uh, an episode of Rain's find that it was too difficult to watch <laughs> and then not watch it. Uh, I did not. I forgot we were supposed to do that. Oh, I was never going to do that. Yeah. No. I, I would have, however, if you had both done it for some miraculous reason, uh, <laughs> have pretended that I did it and not cared if it made any sense. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll still do it if we want to do it. It looks like it's available on an NBC streaming app. I don't know if that's Peacock and therefore is... Isn't I'm still confused why Hulu is not just like the NBC place like it was originally. Because Disney owns most of Hulu. Ah. I don't know how that happened though. Because they bought Fox and they owned part of Hulu. I thought so they did. I thought it like they like shared it though. 
Well, yeah. they they shared it between Disney and Universe, NBC Universal. <laughs> yeah, so shouldn't NBC still own half of it? No, they own whatever Fox and Disney didn't own. Oh, got it. So there. So, so some the stuff really, on Peacock is free, though. So you should see if there's a free episode of Reigns to whet your appetite. <laughs> yeah, so I can watch the one episode that. Uh, uh, oh man, I had remembered that Reigns. there was like his a, name is Reigns. <laughs> yeah, but apparently a sidekick was played by somebody uh, in the first episode, and then was replaced by somebody else. Oh no! But. This is something that I remembered me saying last episode, but I don't remember who to fill in the blanks for next anymore. I don't remember you saying it. I don't remember you saying that either. Well, because you you each only experienced the episode once. Yeah, well, and much like this episode, I wasn't listening to you for most of the last episode. Ooh, yeah. Can Burn. I... Can I return to uh, the G.I. Joe film series briefly? Please, <laughs> Why please not? do. Oh. I, I think the, the thing that disappoints me the most about the fact that the second one was so terrible that they didn't complete the trilogy mm-hmm. is I believe, and maybe this was just a rumor that was like floating around, but I believe that the third one in the trilogy was supposed to be a Transformers crossover. Oh, man. Oh, wow. That... I mean, it it would make sense for that to happen. It absolutely would. Um, and I kind of, I kind of really wanted that to happen. Yeah, we all did. I mean, America deserves it. Yeah, it's it, it's not just America; it's a gift we can give to the world, right? Right. This is how we uh uh, uh heal the rifts across the globe. Yeah, like the world. It's it's something that like the global market can understand. Giant fighting robots, easy for the global market to understand. Absolutely. The the common notion that every single member of the US Armed Forces has his own uh nickname slash code name and a costume <laughs> to match it that are one hundred percent unique from others. Yep. Like something that the entire world just understands. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah, can you imagine if that was somebody's job with, like, the entirety of our armed forces? Oh, it would take thousands of people. You'd have to, like, interview every single person just to figure out, like, what their thing is, No, at a certain point, you just start assigning shit out. (laughs) Okay, you're stinky. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be named um, Water Time, and, like, your thing (laughs) is that... Time. Your thing is that you wear a... Uh, diver's watch that's waterproof up to a thousand feet when you jump into the ocean. <laughs> oh man, that's wow. that's so disappointing. <laughs> Can you imagine getting into that program and then yeah, you just end up with the guy with the nice watch? <laughs> yeah, you don't even you don't even get like a flavor flav clock on a chain thing. No. no. Oof. I mean, in theory, you could still tell the time when you're not in the water. So like, like you're not totally useless outside of naval activity true hey water time. what time is it <laughs> but i guess everyone else's watches are working as well i love the idea of that being a character introduced and then so then be like in the writers was like okay guys uh they really want us to push the water time toy so keep keep writing situations where we got to figure out what time it is <laughs> Okay, everybody, sync your watches. To whom? To what? How do we sync our... Don't worry, guys. I got this. Water time's here. <laughs> it would be a better oh. toy if Water Time's watch, like, shot water or something. What I are mean, you doing? Yeah. What are you doing, like, Why? What do you mean, why? Because... You've shooting... ruined that beloved character for everyone now. Yeah. I... Sorry. It's just, you know, a toy that you stick in water and then... I don't hold classic. a magnifying glass up to his wrist so you this can tell the a- time. <laughs> it just doesn't seem that fun. <laughs> All right, you 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 will be named body armor. Uh, you don't get any actual body armor. It's just you just wear an old suit of armor that kind of looks like Jesse the Body Ventura. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> now that is a character. I mean, was Jesse the Body Ventura ever a ever a GI Joe? 
Uh, I don't know. I don't Sergeant know. Slaughter was. Yeah. yeah, I feel like there are a bunch of wrestlers that were. But I only remember the one that was like army themed. Yeah. And the one that was a Chicago Bears player. What? William Refrigerator Perry. I believe. He was a G.I. Joe. I believe he was a G.I. Joe at one point in time. Yes. Neat. Did he wear a refrigerator? (laughs) I don't think he did. I think he was like celebrity grandfathered in to the new policy of just assigning people shit. Right. Man, that's a. What would yeah. your uh, G.I. Joe uh, personality be, Jan? Ooh, um, I would be, oh, man, this is tough. I would be nap time. <laughs> and, is that your thing nowadays? And you, I don't know. And you're just constantly <laughs> turning flint into bladed weapons and arrowheads? What? <laughs> flint, flint napping? Did I accidentally do something? Did I accidentally give myself something cool? Oh, I mean, kind. I, it kinda. could be. I mean, it's, it's slow. A, yeah. I mean, after like, you know, an apocalyptic uh, nuclear destruction of the entire team, except for three people, you'd probably be useful. So you're saying I'd be like clutch in the sequel. Yeah. Yeah. It seems right. All right. I would be, I would be short pants. Okay. <laughs> My power is that I wear cargo shorts but they have enough pockets to carry everything even though, or so that it seems like I'm wearing long pants. <laughs> Wait, what? Say that again. I, I wear cargo shorts, uh-huh. so they have enough pockets that they can carry just as much stuff as long pants. I see. So they still look like short pants. Yeah, but I'm just more comfortable than the rest of the G.I. I see. That's where I got confused. I thought you were saying like you had so much stuff in your pockets that it's somehow like stretched Elongated out the sh- yeah. no. <laughs> like it weighed no, them I'm down not wearing, I'm not wearing lycra baggy lycra pants to try and fight evil I don't know so like, your thing is that you have cargo shorts because <laughs> otherwise long pants have more pocket more pockets than n- uh, normal shorts no I'm just saying I have cargo shorts I have plenty of pockets to carry all my gear <laughs> and I don't need to wear long pants <laughs> oh I see so it's not <laughs> It's not a competition with pants per se. It's just two different aspects. No. It's nice about your cargo shorts. I, I reserve my ire for the international terrorist organization known as Cobra. I'm not trying to pick a fight with pants. Do you have like, or, do or you have those like that vest wear them. pockets? Do you have more pockets like above yeah. your pants? Yeah. Are the pockets only in your shorts? I also wear a tactical hoodie. <laughs> okay. What does that it do has for you? It is mini pockets. Oh, okay. Zips? Oh, yeah, there's zips. There's, like, little tie-down areas, too, where I can, like, use a carabiner to, like, hang a water bottle off my, off my like, side. Ooh, Do you nice. have that rad thing where you unzip your armpits for whatever reason? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that, I can have a, so that I can have a sleeveless hoodie. Wow. But have nearly as many pockets. Oh, that, that wasn't the less useful armpit zipper that I was thinking of, but that's pretty <laughs> cool. Oh, you mean... Oh, you mean the the vent ones? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are super useful in, like, raincoats and shit, because, like, it gets hot inside a raincoat if it's humid out. Sure. Yeah. Mike. See, so- all I'm saying is that my G.I. Joe persona is entirely built for comfort, because I feel like if you're uncomfortable and you're just not feeling it, you're just not going to be efficient at fighting evil. Alongside the fridge, William Refrigerator Perry who was included in an action figure of G.I. Joe toy line, first available as a mail-order offer from Hasbro Direct in early 1987. Did he wear a refrigerator as armor? Uh, No, he had the number 72 emblazoned on his chest, which was not encased in a refrigerator. (sighs) I like that they clarified that, because they knew that Dan was going to be a butt (laughs) about it. A butt? I feel like it was a perfectly valid question. Yeah, I think it would have been cool for him to have refrigerator armor on. Yeah. I mean, it would have been. And like, emblazoned with the number 72. Emblazoned. Yeah, it would have been super cool, but like, and a racing Dan's strike. just real judgy about it. What do you mean I'm judgy about it? I mean, You're I think Judging that's... him for not wearing a refrigerator. Yeah. Well, I thought the whole point was like people had cool t- stuff to go with their names. Like Destro, I mean, who has a metal head, because that's what Destro means. Yeah, when you hear Destro, you think like, oh, I just like got a metal, big metal head. 
I mean, sometimes sometimes it's like a different type of description. Like, you know, there was one named Snake Eyes and he couldn't see at all. Oh, really? Yeah. How did he do stuff? I don't know. He was a ninja. Oh, I see. The power of ninjutsu. Yeah. So, okay. So Dan's going to make arrowheads and I'm going to carry the supplies for making arrowheads. Yeah. Mike, you seem to offer no value here. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. I'm Wikipedia reader, the guy who can definitely read and look stuff up on Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) The guy who can definitely read. Imagine that emblazoned on the cardboard backing of an action figure. (laughs) The wow. guy who can definitely read. <laughs> Look out, Wikipedia reader. That says high voltage. I knew that. I can definitely read. <laughs> I'm going to have that on the back of that T-shirt that I made. <laughs> I'm doing a good job. I can definitely read. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, oh. it's actually better than making two separate T-shirts for that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I kind of I really want this to exist Me too This is a great shirt for we Mike finally have merch. Doing a great job <laughs> I can definitely read <laughs> I'm going to fire back up that Teespring store uh-huh. Yeah right Oh yeah what did we originally have in there Some kind of creepy underpants <laughs> I think thongs with Bruce Willis's face on them For some reason Oh boy I have no recollection of why Oh my god I, I assume it was G.I. Joe related in some way. Fucking and then nightmare. I think we were going to have like a mug with a picture of a banana on it that said poop under it. But I can't remember why. <laughs> yeah, that's good. We should still do that. <laughs> why? I, I mean, know. yes, we should. But why did we want to do that? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember I, what episode that was or oh, what do you led think to anyone, it. Do you think anyone listening to this remembers? If you are a super fan and you remember why we were going to have merch with a banana that said poop on it. <laughs> Email us at howbadcast at gmail.com. Howbadcast at gmail.com. I think this is a great... We we actually have a reason to send people into the archives. Yes, hunt down... This this is a call to action. Hunt down this incredibly stupid thing Mm -hmm. and then tell us about it. It seems seems ingenious to me. And what you'll win is the opportunity to buy something that involves this stupid thing. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Or if I feel like it, I might just send you one. Oh, sure. Wow. That's how contests work here. If I feel like fulfilling fulfilling the offer, I right. might send one to someone. Right. I think that's sense. fair. Yeah. This is great. I think this is going to move a lot of traffic on our uh, oh for on our sure. feed. Yeah. We're doing numbers. Always be closing. Other yeah. things. Yeah. All those from things. business. I mean, we're definitely doing numbers. Absolutely. I mean, we're fools to not start a Patreon right now. Mm-hmm. Because we know the business, right? Yeah. Yes. Is that a is that a business thing? Knowing is it, saying yes. knowing the business is is saying we know the business a business thing. I mean, it doesn't hurt, right? Like, imagine I'm doing a great job. <laughs> I, definitely I definitely can read. read. <laughs> Yeah, the three things they always say to Tay when you have an important business meeting is to make sure you declare that you're doing a good job. Yep. You clarify that you definitely know how to read. Mm-hmm. And you affirm that you know the business. I like the idea of just like ending every sales presentation with before anybody stands up or leaves the room, just going like, I think that went really well. I think they're definitely going to become a repeat customer just <laughs> while the customers are sitting in the room <laughs> and just seeing if that works. Yeah, like, put the well, pressure he's very on them. confident. Put the pressure on them, right? Yeah, I feel like that would work. Yeah, I think it's a great play. I feel like it's not that different from what business books tell you, to, like sales tactics are. Like, I, was I really say, look forward to working with you for many years in the future where you give me money. I was going to say, do we need to write a book right now? A business I think book? we probably need to write a business book and put it on our Teespring. How business book. Yeah, a business book. <laughs> How business bad? How bad business? No. No? no. <laughs> I think that's Opposite. bad business. How, oh, okay. not, how not bad business. <laughs> <laughs> this, this makes a lot of sense. I think that um, we're, we're really, we're really going to help some people. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and in this time where small businesses are struggling all over America, yes, I did not even manage to say the word businesses. Uh, <laughs> I like like halfway through, I just gave up. I'm like, I'll keep making sounds for a little while until I decide the words over, but I'm not making any more distinct syllables. Yeah, in this time when small businesses are struggling, they should have a reason to send us money. Right. Exactly. Invest. Yes. Yeah. You got to spend money to make money. Exactly. Mm-hmm. On us. You have to spend money on us to make money. On our book that we haven't written yet. Uh, Let's kickstart this book and have small businesses send us money on on spec that we will finish this book. Yeah, that makes sense. Shouldn't we use GoFundMe? Because, like... Oh, right. You get to keep it on GoFundMe if you don't hit your goals. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. That's a good tip. Right there. See, we're already crushing this business advice. See, that's... Yeah, that's great advice for a small business... Business. <laughs> I don't even say it anymore. It's inefficient. Tip number two. Tip number two: add a bunch of extra <laughs> s's to business, but do for it efficiency. Quickly. Yeah, for efficiency. Yeah. See, tips number three through one thousand one hundred thirty-eight. Uh huh. You got to pay for. Oh, I see. Right. But yeah, I don't remember what number I said. But the one after that—that that one's also free. That one is. <laughs> That one is get that money. Yeah, hey, you know what, folks? Ooh, maybe we shouldn't give that one away. That one seems like a valuable tip that uh, That's true. we should That's leave good advice. for the middle of the book. That's really good advice. Or maybe the end of the book. No, because people might skip forward to the end of the book. Yeah, exactly. All of the good yeah, stuff is in the middle. It's yeah. hidden somewhere in the middle so that we know that everybody read it, every yep. piece of it. Yep. So we need a long intro that wastes everyone's time. Yeah. A long outro that wastes everyone's time. And yeah. then the real stuff is just like in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Impossible Chapter, to find. Chapter it's 7 out of 15. Making that paper. Yeah. yeah. But how to do it. Yeah. I'm excited, you guys. I think we're really hitting a new stride in our uh, making our podcast into a viable business. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're, we're finally there. We're monetizing right now. Right now? Yeah. Oh, that was easy. People are going... I mean, at this point in the podcast, I have to imagine that people are uh, using the email to Venmo us money, just assuming that it'll get them something. I'm listening. Okay. And already on the GoFundMe. Sure. The one that we've set up. Yeah. It totally exists. We've definitely set it up. Yeah. The one that we've definitely set up, just like we have done every... We have followed through on every weird promise that we have decided to make in the middle of a podcast yes exactly if there's one thing this podcast is known for it's follow through yes yeah that's a very important business principle mm-hmm. See, <laughs> do there you all go. the another, things another freebie god damn do it. all the things yeah but with like stuff like this like people are going to be like just like just clamoring for more yeah they're going to be horny for it <laughs> hmm yeah for business Yes, they're going to be horny for business. That's how yeah. you make it in this modern world. Yeah, you got to get horny for business. You wake up every morning with <laughs> the morning with morning wood for business. Exactly. Yeah, you wake up. You're like, I am just rock hard for business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, metaphorically or literally. Right. And you just go for it. You just get you ride that wave of horniness to success. And grind it out to profit. Mm-hmm. Is this turning into a weird, like, <laughs> Reddit slash R slash NoFap thing or something? <laughs> I I don't know. Aren't we you saying? Still there? We never, I mean, I'm not Anybody saying you have to like, withhold your horniness or anything. Oh, there we go. What? Mike just, Mike just went away for a minute. Did I? Yeah. Oh, no, Mike. I've got my landline connection. It's well, something else. Maybe yeah, you're not horny enough for doing this show. Someday. Yeah. yeah you, before you get horny for business, you got to get horny for for the physical infrastructure that allows business to thrive. Right. <laughs> Concrete. Without, rebar. Yeah. And without high-speed internet that touches every American, how are we going to get erections for business? <laughs> <laughs> for business. For business. We're clarifying for business. Uh 
This is a movement that I think we I can't wait for the first newspaper headline that says America is horny for infrastructure. Mm-hmm. I mean, wouldn't that wouldn't that help get like a infrastructure bill done? Yeah, I mean I the last so. the last administration was trying to get as horny for infrastructure like every week. I feel like every week was infrastructure week, and then they just had to keep moving it. Yeah, they're really edging for infrastructure. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how you keep the that's how you keep momentum, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, I think you found the title of this episode. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but what's what's really important mm-hmm. is that we all have ragers <laughs> for <laughs> For unrealized profits. Right. As yet unrealized profits. Yes, absolutely. Right. No question. That is what this podcast is about. It's what it's always been about. Did I just hear somebody uh, snort cocaine for business? What? That's a classic business guy do. Yeah, but does that keep you hard for for e-commerce? Yeah, Mike. Does it? I don't know. I don't know either. I've I've never used cocaine to fuel my e-commerce business. So cuz I think that might I think that might be a different business. <laughs> I think at that point I'm just selling cocaine on the internet. Hmm. I mean that is a form of e-commerce. Yeah, but I'm just clarifying for both the audience that I want to be honest with and any potential feds listening, it's not a thing I've ever actually done, so right. I have no experience <laughs> and I don't know how it works. Right. I mean, you'd need like, my understanding is you'd need like an onion browser or something. And like, it's kind of, it's kind of different than how you normally business. Cause it seems like in that instance, advertising would be less good. Right. Yeah. Hey, listen, for anyone listening, we're horny for business, not for drugs. Yeah, absolutely. I want that to be clear. Unless that drug is horny goat weed, which helps us be hornier for business. Right. That makes sense. That's put that in the book. Yeah. Be hidden right in the middle. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've already given that part away, so it can, it can, it doesn't have to be way in the middle. Yeah. It was like 40% in. Yeah. Um, man, we are so good at writing books. You guys, we're mostly done. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I mean, no question. If you've been taking, <laughs> if you've been taking notes on, uh, the contents of our book and want to, you know, format it into book form and send it to us for no pay email us it's not for no pay it's an internship for experience right get horny for experience i'm paying you in exposure Mm -hmm. to horniness (laughs) okay hold on i I, yeah i feel like we're going i feel like we're going down a a bad road that is becoming No, no, you misunderstand. My horniness is entirely for commerce, for business activity, for peer-to-peer marketing, mm-hmm. for lead generation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am, I am sopping wet for customer <laughs> retention rates. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, this is going to be a great book. Yeah, I mean, like what we've got so far is golden. Yeah. yeah like, uh, I mean, We're it like should the, fit right onto uh, the like Amazon erotic ebook market. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're like the the mystery of business books. Oh, are we? Uh, so we're. I don't te- get it. Who were? What is it? Mystery? <laughs> isn't mystery the guy? Is it oh, mystery, mystery the guy is who a wrote person. the game? I don't know. Am I making that up? No, Mystery didn't write the game. He was like the oh. host. He was like the host of the like the TV reality uh, oh. thing. I you, like, the game. you just said a sentence. You just said a sentence that literally made no sense in under any grammatical construct, and then everybody was just silent when I'm like, <laughs> "What are you talking about?" Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, we were all just. Uh, Dan, you're getting a little flaccid on business. Pick it up. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. You got a sort of you got a sort of business like windsock thing going here. <laughs> That'll be the title of one of our chapters. Don't be a windsock. Yeah, Ugh. for business. Uh, 
Mike, you love this book. You love this idea. Yeah, we got to finish this book. I got blue balls for (laughs) (laughs) self-publishing. Oh, boy. Um... Was, did you have anything, or did you just want to? <laughs> did you just want to jump in there and make sure that the previous thing no didn't continue? <laughs> no, I was uh, I was trying to I was trying to come up with a I was trying to come up with a like what the metaphorical cockering of business would be, but uh, I, uh, I guess that would supply be like supply chain VC. management. Duh. Oh, I was thinking like venture capital or something. You know, it kind of uh, or maybe those are the fluffers of business. I don't know. Yeah, when you're yeah, when you're rock hard for commerce, you don't need venture capital. But are you gonna turn it down? I, I mean, do they want an equity stake? Get yourself a handy from the free hand of the market. Oh, my dogs are very against letting someone else uh, get a stake in the equity. Get what? Stake in the equity. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't need some like like bummer venture capitalist taking away my equity when I'm trying to maintain a diamond rod for business. <laughs> oh man. I mean, I don't know about anyone else who's potentially going to buy this book, but I could listen to Steven come up with different ways to describe this all day. <laughs> I mean, is there a way to make a new subreddit, make that new subreddit possible or popular, and then somehow make that subreddit also be an entire book without doing any work? Great question. That's got to have happened at some point. Yeah, because I'm I'm horny for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my business. Yeah, yeah, and business is horny. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, horniness is my business, and business is erect. <laughs> okay, okay. Right. I think we're on to something here. I mean, yeah. We're certainly not petering out. We're definitely no. on to something. <laughs> yeah. We're, like, definitely, we're definitely... We're definitely at, at the very... Uh, at the very beginning of a fertile well, not at the very end, <laughs> desperately trying to come up with a way that it can... Uh, that it can skate us to the end of the podcast. <laughs> How dare you? Oh. <laughs> How dare you imply such things? I'm when dis- you have, disgusted. When you have the foundation sound mm-hmm. and your business is built on solid principles of being horny, yeah. staying horny, yeah. getting hornier, and directing all of that horniness toward business, it'll carry you through. Yes. Even the lean times. Exactly. These Stay. businesses bounce back hornier Stay. than ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the kind of rhetoric we've been missing from a lot of uh, government representatives speaking to the public. I mean, I am an outsider. Mm-hmm, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not a career politician. Right. I just understand that people should be hornier than ever for business. Yes, exactly. Thank you. And vote for me. Yes. Oh, you're announcing your candidacy for something? <laughs> office. <laughs> yeah, for office, obviously. Make me the president of business. <laughs> people should people should be more erect than ever for just in time inventory systems. Yep. Uh-huh. Are, this is a solid campaign. I am excited about what it means for our country, for business, for horniness. All I'm saying is make business horny again. Yep. Yeah. For too long, business has just been. You know, now that I think about it, wasn't the last guy's whole business being horny for business? I mean, kind of, yeah. Yeah, but we'll be good at it. Yeah, like good horny, not creepy yeah. horny. Yeah, like, yeah, we'll use our horniness for business good, not for evil. Right. Right. Not business evil. Well, he was just bad at business. The evil was kind of a separate thing. <laughs> I mean, the evil might be kind of baked in, honestly. It's true. Oh, wait, are you saying that absolute horniness corrupts absolutely? I mean, when you say it, it makes sense. <laughs> it's true. I, I mean, guess I, I hadn't heard that one out loud when yet. When I hear someone say it, like, I, I, can't, dis- I can't dispute that. Uh, okay, so let me, let me revise my previous statement. I am now encouraging everyone to be as horny as possible for business at all times in moderation. Yes, <laughs> just like Benjamin Franklin said. 
Yeah. If there's anything we know about Ben Franklin, it's that he kept his horniness to be in moderation. Right. A penny saved makes me horny. That's what he said. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Then he jetted off to France. Yeah. Using a boat because jets weren't a thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But they still use that verb all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that's why we call it a jet. You're right. It's just a legacy from uh, boat times. I mean, it kind of is, I think. I suppose. Doesn't it, doesn't like, it deal with, doesn't it mean an outflow of water or something like, a like jet that? jet stream or something? Like Jetties? a jetty? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Mike, this seems like something that you would see on a YouTube know. video. I am not horny for dictionaries. I'm horny for business. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it's, it's not now important. Now that's a shirt. Now that is a shirt. Stuff is happening outside. I love it. I can't imagine what. I'm sure it's great. I mean, pretty much the podcast is over, though, right? We just need to finish up this book. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, get our get so, our million dollar advance. Yeah, we should definitely. Okay, so if you have a job, you should definitely wear the shirt that says "I'm good at whatever." I don't mean I've already. I'm doing forgotten. a great job. I'm doing a great job. I can definitely read. But if you're looking for a job, you should definitely wear the shirt that says "I'm not horny for dictionaries. I'm horny for business." I think. Yeah. I think we should make Dan a shirt that says. I'm good at blah, 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 and then just trails off to teach him a lesson for what he just did. But then everyone <laughs> else can have the shirt that says I'm doing a good job. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I muttered. <laughs> good. <laughs> I mean, apology accepted. <laughs> or, I, guess right, you, great. I guess you can have the real shirt. Thank you. If you pay for it. What? How much? Uh, mm. I don't know. Wait, I, I 18? 18? Let's $18? Not, let's not set a price before we uh, figure out what our uh, you know supply chain looks like. I mean, that doesn't sound very horny does, for does that, does that strike no, you I'm, as erotic? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm jumping in with both balls. I'm, I'm calling the price $18. Okay. Uh, that's, well, make it work. It <laughs> uh, doesn't seem like a horny for business thing. I feel like you... What's the problem? Part of being horny for business is taking bold action. <laughs> yeah, Mike. I don't know. I, I guess I I guess I like some uh, business foreplay in the mm. form of a, a sound understanding of the uh, supply chain going in. And, uh, you know, yeah, uh, that's uh, why you're vice president of caging for supply chain dynamics. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm running for president of business. Right. Right. You don't you don't have time for that shit. You got to just be full on out and about horny for for profits. Yeah. <laughs> which you other are stuff. Which you are going to accomplish with the price set first and then everything else figured out afterward. Bold decisive action. Mhm. All right. Well, nothing sexy about hesitation. Oh, uh, this book rules. <laughs> it's a great book. Yeah, look for it. Uh, coming out soon. Uh, yeah. Email us if you want to be on the mailing list for uh, updates as we uh, mm-hmm. figure out how the publishing works. Um, or what publishing is, really. Yeah. Yeah, we clearly, I mean, are, we're focused on the business, not on publishing. Or if you like want to buy the publishing rights. Mm. Yeah, absolutely that. Like, we've pretty much, like, outlined the whole book if you wanted to buy the right to actually, like, write it and stuff. Yes, absolutely. uh, That'd be okay. (laughs) But you can't write it until you buy it from us, obviously. What is squeaking right now? Uh, You know, dogs are doing fun stuff, having fun. (laughs) Okay. Trying to make me jealous that I'm not playing with a toy. I'm just talking to a screen Wow. By myself. Wow. Okay. So what are we? Just just hallucinations of your ennui? To a dog? Yeah, probably. They I don't think they would even register you as hallucinations. Wow. I've got headphones. Yeah, I think on. they I think they probably just think that we just make a lot of sounds. Hmm. They're not hmm. very smart, Dan. No, they're not. I guess that's true. All right. Well, I guess that's the end of the show. Uh <laughs> I'll I'll, I'll, uh, horny for business. Mm -hmm. Yes. Dogs are not smart. True. Um, And make a third G.I. Joe movie, you cowards. Yeah. Yes. Those are the points of this book. That's the end of the book. The end of the book is the third G.I. Joe movie? No. Well, I mean, it can be. We got to figure out licensing for that. I would write that. 
Yeah. I'll write that part of the book. You're going to write the third G.I. Joe movie? Yeah. All right. Uh, Steve, I mean, we pretty much wrote the business part. We'll have to throw in some, like, the best secrets, though, so that people still buy the book. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's definitely going to be stuff in there that, like, you can't even can't even think about. Like, shit that'll blow your mind, man. Yeah. Yeah, you horny for business now? Get ready. I've been keeping a scroll of them this entire time. A scroll? A scroll, a scroll being the most erotic thing that you can write something on. <laughs> right. That's obvious. I right. mean, there's... We all know, we all definitely understand that without so any context. Yes. Yeah. All those, all those, uh, all those inches to be unfurled. Uh, okay, we're done. Uh, okay. Bye, everybody. Uh, we'll see you in a fortnight. And by see, For- I mean we'll talk again. Ugh. One way, and you won't be able to talk to us. No. Yeah. Unless you email us. Howbadcast at gmail.com. Howbadcast at gmail.com. Bye. <laughs> what?